I'm not sure how many of you love Marmite. Uh, I'm a big fan. Uh, however, ask my six-year-old daughter, and she'll screw up her face in absolute disgust at anything other than Nutella. Um, that's the thing about Marmite. It's, uh, there's no middle ground. It's no, ah, it's all right. But the thing about Marmite is if you love it, uh, you'll always love it. But that's what I tell every single management candidate that comes to my door. Um, I meet every single member of staff on their first day, um, and I have 780 staff to look after. And I tell them all exactly the same thing, that Gaucho um, is a giant jar of Marmite. It's not enough just to work with us, you have to love it. Anything less will not be worth it. Not for them, and certainly not for us. It has continued to grow in even the toughest of times, and since the launch of our academy has seen a restaurant change completely from being all about the beef to now being all about the service, and has changed from being a restaurant where anything else was an add-on, and it's now gone from being a 40 pound a head restaurant to a 65 pound a head restaurant, purely based on experience, the ability to sell and create magic for every one of our guests. But have we filled our restaurants with true believers? Have we found the holy grail in regards to superb recruitment, retention and progression? Not a chance. Um, but before you put security, I can share with you some of our successes and probably more importantly, some of the things we failed at the greatest at. At Gap Show, the journey begins with absolute clarity about what we're looking for, what to expect from us when you join, and what will be expected from you. This has to begin before Academy, this begins at recruitment. We want people who join Gaucho to want a career, not a job. If we want and expect professionalism, we need to start behaving like a profession. One in which education, commitment, and passion are all required. We want, actually we expect to be first choice. Not one of those applications that clogs up your inbox where they've replied to every single advertisement on Gumtree saying, I want a job. Having the opportunity to begin a career with Gaucho should require determination and commitment. We're not so arrogant to believe that Gaucho is the final destination for every employee, but we believe that asking for 100% whilst they're with us is reasonable and actually shows belief in our employees that, that we know we don't have to accept mediocre. I personally tell every single employee on their first day, if we don't make you genuinely happy, if you are not smiling and laughing a lot, if we don't challenge you, then don't stay. You've got one life on this planet and you should be enjoying every single minute of it. And if you are going to work every day, dragging your heels, wearing last night's shirt, doing scratch and sniff on your apron because you can't be bothered to wash a clean one, then you are in the wrong job. We want it to be challenging to make the grade, as we know when we work hard for something, when we actually get it, we value it, take pride in it, and respect it. And through our sense of achievement, we feel like we belong. Our recruitment process is quite tough. And in a sector that any one time has 47,000 positions available, we are aware of the need to be extremely competitive. And we know it's not just about what the employee offers us, but it's about what we can offer them. At Gaucho, that means career development. But it also means the simplicity of guaranteeing them two of their five a day in their staff meal every day to make sure that there's fruit, so that at half past 10 on a Friday evening, I started life as a waitress and I know the urge to eat those few remaining chips from somebody's plate, because you're so hungry, because you've been on the double shift. Instead, we ask our team to go and grab a bowl of cereal, go grab a piece of fruit, believing if we look after our team, they will look after our guests. 
When we fail and we make the wrong choice in a team member, we know why. It's easy. We compromised and we ignored the warning signs. We chose to ignore a candidate's failure to meet all of the agreed criteria as we succumbed to the needs to be staffed up. These needs overwhelm us on occasion and lead us to choose people where they come from the but he's a really nice guy school of recruitment. Our recruitment system is intrinsically linked to the academy process. Part of the recruitment involves learning some information prior to their first day so that we can assess a genuine desire to learn and be part of Gamshake. The first thing an employee does on their first day is take some pop quiz. Have they bothered to read a menu? Have they learned anything about the business before they start work? We have tried a number of different methods of recruitment. Hugely successful was the assessment day, an X-factor audition style process that really sorted the men out from the boys. It involved me standing up and talking about a pair of shoes or having to do a role play. They were assessed by an experienced panel and our hit rate for successful transition through to academy graduation was phenomenal. We've abolished it. Why? Because this absolved managers from personalizing their recruitment. Luke Johnson just told you about an owner-operator mentality. When we took over recruitment, we were approaching doing a flat pack mentality to our team. What we need is our managers to care about their staff, their recruitment, as if it was their restaurant and their personal investment. So instead, we go old school. Three interviews, two trials. Essential is an interview with a member of relevant staff who has to buy into the candidate before they progress to the final interview with a managing partner. Their perception is invaluable. When they select a candidate, their investment and commitment to their success is unparalleled. It becomes personal. They will organize study sessions to ensure the candidate passes their exams and takes a personal interest in ensuring their preparation for proficiencies. The candidate feels special and the team member that shows them, they feel that they are shaping our future. The candidate finishes with a final interview with a managing partner. The clarity of expectation and aspiration can only show integrity when delivered personally and passionately from the top of the tree. We are selling a career and the candidate is buying a partnership. I don't need their gratitude that they got the job. I want them to feel pleased, challenged and inspired to succeed. So involved recruitment is key to succession. A refusal to compromise even when the going gets tough. And tough for us begins at Academy. Recruitment has to begin early as Gavisho as attendance to Academy is non-negotiable. Our values see us strive to deliver world-class training to everyone involved within the business. We now have three academies with a fourth on the horizon. The original was designed for all front-of-house staff. We now have an international academy. And the most challenging of all is those that involves our chefs. The academy is our biggest headache. And even I, the academy's creator, feel the pain of a, of a managing partner desperate to lift staffing levels when they come across that star player one day after the academy has started, or two weeks before the next academy starts. And I have to say no, they cannot begin work before an academy. I understand this as I was a manager a long time before I was a HR director. But here is the rub. Once you have a philosophy, once you have a standard, if you choose to compromise on it, you do so in the knowledge that your integrity flies out of the window also. Each and every other member of the team has the right to question 
possibly to ignore every other philosophy you try to instill or uphold. So, what happens to that star player? All you can do, all you can hope for, is that they are inspired and prepared enough to wait for the next academy, and then you must let them walk away. By doing this, we protect our business and show respect to every other academy graduate. And actually, we show respect to that star player too. Statistics show that long-term attention is wholly affected by the environment to which that star player is subjected to in their first four days of employment. And starting a day later than the rest of a team, or without the necessary training to work confidently, puts that at risk. I don't know about you, but I can remember the sheer hell of a shadow shift as my education into a restaurant. Walking behind someone for five hours, knowing nothing, saying nothing, losing confidence with each and every step, until I felt that big fat loser sign that was on top of my head becoming ever more real. Instead, our candidates meet to their restaurant with the managing partner the day before academy. They enjoy empanadas and a glass of wine, they meet the rest of their team, and they spend a little time learning and understanding what to expect from the academy. The academy is our first impression, and that begins with a speed date. After speedily getting to know their colleagues, they get to spend two hours with me. For me, it is essential that they learn about what is now their company, its evolution, the people, the values and beliefs of the business. This is key to an employee's success, their sense of welcome, and their desire to belong and to achieve. By removing that hideous first day feeling of insecurity and nervousness, we give them the best possible chance. The academy causes me a headache at least once a day. It is not for the faint-hearted. The philosophy of all of our classes has evolved to focus on how an adult learns. And each of the courses designed that for them it is, tell me and I will forget. Show me and I might remember. Involve me and I will understand. This takes place over eight days of theory and practical teaching in a structured setting. Classes begin at 9am every day and finish at 5.30. Academites, as they are affectionately known, attend lessons on everything from grilling and cutting of beef to selling, service, wine, cocktails, brand and Argentina. All departments learn all skills and only separate three times to learn the skills specific to their departments. Yes, we ask that a reception understand wine so that our guest is never subjected to I don't know, I work on reception. And the employee learns new skills beyond their domain. In 2011, employees have a thirst for knowledge. They want more. During their week at Academy, they take two two-hour written exams, both of which must be passed at 80% and above. Fairly the exam, and we part company, which is probably the most difficult part of the job. Ours is a people profession, and of course we become attached to people very, very quickly. And there is absolutely no fun to be had letting someone go who has that fantastic personality but has failed their exam. I question myself every time. Can I make an exception? Am I being too rigid? They'd be great with the guest. But I have to remind myself I have 700 other staff to answer to. There are those staff that have had sleepless nights on their road to graduation. I have team members who leap with happiness at achieving 81%. And those that are gutted when they graduate at 94, because those graduates that achieve 95 get the elusive set of silver cufflinks that they wear with pride. To allow someone through with a 67% pass rate would simply not be fair. Is it the perfect system? No. <laughs> but we're working on it. And that sees the Academy now in its fifth evolution. Last year we saw the stakes get raised again. We realised if we were to instill a culture of owner-operator mentality, in our business and to ensure our management were committed to training. It wasn't enough that they sent their candidates to us and we returned them. They needed to be involved. 
The expectations of the graduating academies are high. They had worked very hard to get where they were, and all too often were disappointed when they got back to their restaurants. We lost a disproportionate amount in the month following graduation. The process was disjointed, and ongoing training was in danger of disappearing from restaurants. So the ace of our sleeve was to introduce a post-grad scheme. Academites now have to return a month later to do their finals. This consists of an exam. Again, there can be no recent. And additionally, they, ask, they are asked to complete three random proficiencies of 17 potentials, all practical and assessed by a panel of excellence from the restaurants. This may include a bartender taking a reservation or receptionist guiding through the wine list. Proficiencies ensure that we are practically achieving what we taught a month ago, and it helps that re to reinforce that a standard is a standard for a reason. We developed training managers whose challenge and focus was to continue mentoring the academies, spending one-on-one -on -one time, skill and knowledge development post-academy. The scheme has three main benefits. Firstly, the one-to-one -one time builds the confidence and nurtures the academy until they are off and running, thus reducing the loss of academies in the first month. A continued reinforcement of standards and consistency in each restaurant, ensuring we practice what we preach. And finally, develops the skill set with our management team to own their team, to feel responsible for their success and accountable for any failures. This directly impacts upon the focus given to quality recruitment. Saying goodbye to any member of the team after one month of committed learning is incredibly difficult. But the benefits of this scheme have seen a reduction in the number of academies lost in the first month by 70%. So you would now think that my work is done by focusing on recruitment and great training. Surely I should now be able to sit back and smoke big fat cigars. No. Adrenaline, competitiveness, and simply the novelty factor are our greatest allies in the early stages of employment. But for this to develop into long-term commitment, I have to hand the baton to managers. And for a control freak like myself, this is not very easy. Continued development is essential. World-class training has to be part of day-to-day -day life. Staff have to feel valued and recognized, and we have to ward off complacency. We have the systems to appraise the team. The career paths are transparent. The staff incentives and reward schemes are competitive. Staff socials take place to maintain an atmosphere of fun. I ensure every member of Gatcha has my mobile phone number and that they hear from me personally that we have an open door policy. We ensure the business isn't defined by bureaucracy and that information is shared regularly and openly. But all of this is completely pointless if the managers of our restaurants do not believe the philosophies of the business. I know that it is no surprise to you to know that people leave managers, not jobs. They leave through lack of recognition, sense, lack of sense of value, challenge or understanding, inconsistent management, a lack of listening, empowerment or involvement. And it is my job to learn from each and every mistake. People only progress in our business when they've been inspired and developed by a great leader. I can sh I'm sure we can all remember those that inspired us. At Gaucho, we believe that progression is unique to every individual. There is no set path for everyone to follow. We are proud that we are an evolutionary business that is core to the success of our brand. We operate without fear of failure and embrace change and innovation, and ask that everyone who is part of the team operates the same way. It is fine for everybody to make mistakes, just can we please make new ones? So I leave you with what I know to be firmly true, that long-term success is built on knowing who you are and where you are going, that a refusal to compromise will be painful on occasion, but will assure you that you always have integrity, that if you teach your team and challenge them, Give them room to breathe and inspire them, then their progression will be in their hands as much as it is in yours.